0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلله فلا هادي له ونشهد إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله ثم بعد، فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم. وما أتاكم الرسول فخذوه، وما نهاكم عنه فانتهوا. صدق الله العظيم. سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا معلمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم. ربشرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل العقدة من لسان يفقه كولي. درشة. Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home Alhamdulillah By the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We are covering The seerah, the biography of Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq Radiyallahu ta'ala an But for two or three sessions Insha'Allah I wish to dedicate the Juruṣ programs to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radhiyallahu taalaan. One reason is that Hazrat Khalid bin Walid had played a fundamental role in the Khilafat of Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq radhiyallahu taalaan, and he was the commander, the general in the Khilafat of Abu Bakr Siddiq for all the military expeditions. In the last session if you recall we concluded the session I had mentioned that one Roman commander and general a very famous soldier who was highly respected in rome his ambition in life was to see hazrat khalid bin walid ta'ala an, with his own eyes physically to meet him for so much was heard and said about this great man an incredible man hazrat khalid bin walid radiallahu ta'ala an, not only was he famous throughout the arabian peninsula but the romans knew him the persians knew him in the african continent people knew him, he was a master in his field an expert and Nabiya Kareem indirectly had made dua for him also and we have covered that the Iman and Islam of Hazul Khalid bin Walid ta'ala, an. after embracing Islam his condition was that he feared no one but Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. No one but Allah It is said that If you remember when In Afghanistan When there were statues and idols And when the Taliban had actually Destroyed the idols that were there The idol that was carved up and it was a big scene made at that time Let me draw your attention to an incident in the time of Nabi kareem tareem A lot of the people were of many opinions The great statue of, uh, historically, of Buddha that was there After the Fatah of Makkah, the conquest of Makkah Hz. Nabi sallallahu alayhi had selected Hazrat Khalid bin Walid as an Amir and said to him, under him were 30 men and he was the Amir and said to him, go to the region of Nakhla which is not far away from Makkah to al but a lot of the Kuffar had taken asylum in that part of the region because everyone in Makkah had surrendered to the Muslimin Muslims were victorious So Khalid bin Walid was given this mission to go to Nakhla Where a lot of the disbelievers had taken asylum And in Nakhla there was a very famous shrine And in that shrine was the biggest idol in Arabia The idol of Uzzah It is said that before the coming of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam in the time of Jahiliyyah people would utter the words of Laat and Uzzah with great reverence they would say Bismillati wal Uzzah what would they say? Bismillati wal Uzza. but when Islam came hazrat Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa had infused in them Tawheed and this Bismillati wal Uzzah was replaced by this beautiful kalima Bismillahir Rahmanir rahim Subhanallah Bismillahir Rahmanir rahim So Uzzah was a famous and an idol that was greatly worshipped and revered Great pomp and a lot of money was spent uh, at annually When all of them would gather in front of that idol And this idol was the idols of the warriors. It was for the great fighters of the tribes at that time. So Hazrat Khalid bin Walid was given a great responsibility on his shoulder. Abdullah said, go there and your duty and responsibility is to raise down that that idol to the ground to destroy it completely these are the instructions of nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. that a Nabi comes for Tawheed so that people worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and free themselves from butlan things that are unacceptable as Khalid bin Walid with his sword he went to that part of the region in Nakhla and there was this gigantic huge idol Uzza, and people were around it crying and worshipping it and Khalid bin Walid came and looked at the idol and he looked at the idol and everybody instantly when they looked at the face of Khalid bin Walid they did not want to fight the Muslim and the Muslims were only 30 in number at that time they surrendered to Khalid bin Walid straight away and Khalid bin Walid put them on the side and if Khalid bin Walid ta'ala, wanted to destroy the idol, he could have done so straight away, but instead he wanted to display that great passion that he had for Iman and Islam, the love that he had for Islam. And he took with him a pickaxe and looked at Uzza and said to him, said to that Uzza, that now this is Uzza, the main. God that the people would worship at that time Al uh, Khalid bin Walid would have respect for Uzzah also generations and generations people had worshiped Uzzah and he took his pickaxe and looked at the idol and said that I declare that you are a false god and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to humiliate you by the hands of Khalid bin Walid and he took his pickaxe and sliced it and destroyed it and it was made reza reza into pieces and such was the anger of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid after destroying it he set it ablaze and fire was set out there so people could see this is what you are worshipping, this is shaitan this is shaitan and Allah punishes it in this dunya subhanAllah This was the Iman This was Hazrat Khalid bin Walid And history remembers Hazrat Khalid bin Walid Of his justice And of, of what a great man He was So in the Roman Empire There was this great general Whose name was General Jarja What was his name? General Jarja Not a Muslim, Christian His ambition was to See Al Khalid bin Walid, who is he? This great man that people talk about. And subhanallah, in one of the battles, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it such that on one side was Al Khalid bin Walid and on the other side was General Jarjah. And on the on one side was General Khalid, ta'ala. And Al Khalid bin Walid, as I said, uh, his the two-sided blade were like razors, sharp and one of the heaviest swords he would carry and people would just turn away from him Allah gave him that ra'ab uh, His personality, his presentation, his voice, the way he would talk, people would listen to him And Jarjah saw him from a distance and knew that this is Khalid bin Walid and he came and he looked at az Khalid bin Walid and pointed out to him that, I wish not to fight with you, I wish to speak with you. And al Khalid bin Walid put his sword down and the interpreters were there. And General Jarjah and Hazar Khalid bin Walid in the battlefield. There is communication and negotiation between the two. And the Romans are wondering maybe Jarjah, is uh, putting some form of truce, some form of negotiation so that fighting does not continue and Hazrat Khalid bin Walid would surrender to what he says, but that was not the case. Jarja said to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid عنه, that what I say to you, what I question you, will you answer me truthfully? So the Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala And looked at him And said to him I will answer every question of yours truthfully So Jarja said that Tell me Is it true That Your prophet Muhammad Sallallahu wasallam, Was given a sword From Jannah And that sword Was given to you and Khalid bin Walid looked at General Jalja and he said no this is not true Prophet Muhammad was not given a sword from Jannah and when he was not given that sword then why how would I get that sword so he said that well I know your people have given you a title and that title is that Khalid Saifullah Khalid the sword Of Allah so what is meant by Saifullah and he says that wherever you go you defeat everyone even if you are few in number as compared to your enemies but if you are there victory is for you so have you got one special sword made in Jannah that you fight with so Khalid bin Walid said no this is not the sword of Jannah he said, "Then what is it?" He said, "These are the words of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam. What he speaks transpires. What he speaks will materialize. What he speaks is shown to the people. Subhanallah. And today also in Jumu'ah, I had mentioned this that whatever Hazrat Nabi Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam would say or utter." That was accepted Absolutely without a doubt His dua and also his bad du'a. There was a man who was eating with his left hand Who was not a Muslim, he was a hypocrite Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said to him that eat with your right hand And he took that as an offence That why did Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam speak to me in front of everyone like that so he says, "Well, I have injury in my rat, right hand," and he was lying. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said that, "Then that injury be with you." And if he said that the right hand was paralyzed for the rest of his life, this was the bad du'a. So whatever the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had said, that would occur. His du'a and bad du'a. Uh, Hazrat Abu Huraira radiyallahu ta'ala an. He was the student And in Masjid-e-Nabwi there is this elevated Platform Right in front of the hujra of Hazrat-e-Fatima That square is known as Ashabi Sufa, And these were students Usually there were 40 to 50 students there And they had no uh, Arrangement of that sort That food was at this time uh, And then classes were at this time They were just students of Rasulullah mm-hmm. who would sleep and live in masjid e And they would devote all their time to Rasulullah And if anybody wanted to provide something for them, food, shelter, clothes Then there was one pillar They would put everything near the pillar and ashab Sufa, the students would take it So Abu Khaira radiallahu ta'ala answers that once For three days no one gave us food and Subhanallah, imagine for three continuous days when there's no food Fasting in the month of Ramadan, especially at summertime. We want to look at Musabai continuously because of all the samosas that are there and just can't wait But these were the Sahabai Kiram, Ajma'een, continuously for three days, no food Another Abu Hurairah was a young man after Jumu'ah, the third day was Jumu'ah, he said, I can't take it anymore, what I'll do is after Jumu'ah, I'll stand outside masjid an nabwi mm-hmm. and, and I'll see some of the, the companions, maybe when they see me, my condition, the color of my skin, how weak I am, they will see Abu Huraira come at my house. Mm-hmm. So as Abu Huraira had planned this, after Jumu'ah, he quickly took something and he went outside. And he says what i will do is that he was very shy could not directly uh, say to anybody that i am hungry and this is my condition so he said what i will do i will pretend to ask someone a question i will pretend to ask someone a question so said, umar radiallahu ta'ala and was the first man walking past and thought abu hurrah thought that this is the right time he says, ya umar, oh, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala and stops and says, What's the matter, Abu Hurairah? Abu, Abu Hurairah was junior to him. He says, Well, I want to ask you one question. So Hazrat Umar says, Ask me what question you want to ask. So now he knew the answer also. He was a muhaddis himself. So he put the question forward and he says, Hazrat Umar answered it correctly. And then he looked at me He says, Yes. Anything else, Abu Hurairah? I says, No. And Hazrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala answered his face and went back home And he was disappointed thinking that at least Hazard Umar would have seen my condition The color of my skin, the face, the food that needs to go in me Hazard Abu, Abu Huraira says for three days Ashabi Sufa were not given food So he said that Shaloh Umar radiyallahu ta'ala and Nobody would want to question Hazard Umar radiyallahu ta'ala and two times and then, to his luck, he thought that Subhanallah, look who's coming, Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq, famous Sahabi, uh, who would feed everyone. Hazrat Abu Bakr was coming, and he was about to turn to the different streets of Medina, and he quickly went, he says, Hazrat, Hadrat, I have a question. So Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala, and says, Abu, Abu Hurera, you have a question now, what question is it? He says, this is my question, he says, in my heart, I knew that Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq would invite me and take me home. So Hazrat Abu Bakr was questioned, and Hazrat Abu Bakr gave him the answer and said, Abu, Abu Huraira, have you got any other questions? So Hazrat Abu Huraira says, No, I have no other questions. And Hazrat Abu Bakr Siddiq also turned away. Now he was amazed that two of the greatest companions, Abu Bakr Siddiq and Umar Farooq Shaykhain, have turned me away. What to do now? Allah ki kudrat, Allah ki shan Who comes in front of him? Rahmatul lil'alameen Sayyidul awalim wal akhirin Muhammad al-Mustafa Mujtaba Sallallahu Alaihi wa sallam And Arab Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Is walking in front of him Now Hazrat Abu Horera Is thinking twice That obviously I can't pretend Because Nabi Kareem Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Will be informed by revelation So this can't just be I can't just put this uh, question forward and pretend something which is not the truth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But he said, No, I might as well ask him. Maybe Huzur salatu will do something for me. Absalam was coming towards Abu Hurairah and Abu Hurairah said, Ya Rasulullah, I have one question. Absalam looked at Abu Hurairah and Huzur said, Abu Hurairah never mind your question first come with me to my house and then i will answer your question
1: <laughs>
0: this is rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam subhanallah he would understand the situation abu huraira never mind your question first come with me and then i will answer you your question hazrat abu huraira was all excited subhanallah he went to the house of hijra of rasulullah huzur salatu asks that what is in the house. Nothing in the house of yes. Rasulullah yes. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Respected brothers, we have everything in the house today. If one was to open up the fridge, mashaAllah. Huh? From top to bottom everything is there. Every item is there. Huzur alahi salatu wasalam asks the the, the wives that what is there and nothing was in the house, one of the wives Said to Rasulullah yes. that all I have is a bowl of milk. A bowl of milk. Mm-hmm. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Bring that bowl of milk. And that bowl of milk was given to us at Abu huraira And Sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, Abu huraira take this bowl of milk. Other Abu huraira took that bowl of milk and he thought Huzur alayhi wasallam is going to give him permission now to drink that milk. So other Abu huraira got hold of that ball and Aasallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says now Abu Hurairah do me one favor go back to masjid and Nabwi and call all your classmates to come here and to drink from this milk yeah. Abu Hurairah got the shock of his life that there is only one ball of milk and forty students are still sitting in masjid and Nabwi and I thought this was my share and now Huzur Alaihi wishes to invite the others from the Masjid well, as instructed, he goes back to the masjid, subhanAllah, and all the students were there. He said, All of you come to Rasulullah. All the students, asha, محدثين, they were muhaddisin. They were محدثين. That is why there is great reward in helping that person who is of Ahlul Ilm. That person who is of Ahlul Ilm. And this is the tradition from the time of Rasulullah, mm. so that they can devote their time entirely in uloom and spreading the Ilm. So, all of the students came and Wasallam said to Abu Hurairah Abu Hurairah, now do me a favor You should put the bowl of milk forward to each one of them so that they can drink from your hands wasallam instructed him Abu Hurairah starts from number one, number two, number three and is looking at the milk that <laughs> by the time it gets to the last person you won't have anything and this was a well made up plan by Hazrat Abu Huraira. But Hazrat Abu Huraira says, al il 10, 15, 20, 25 people drank from that one bowl of milk. But not a, a trace of that milk decreasing in that bowl. But at the same level. And as if, subhanallah, milk was just gushing out from the bottom part of that bowl, coming out and until everybody had drank that milk to their fill and then A'b sallallahu alayhi says Al ana baqeetu ana wa anta now who is left only me and you Abu Hurairah and when he saw that the milk was at that same level he says Ya Rasulullah, why don't you drink it first subhanallah A'b sallallahu alayhi wa touched the hands of Abu Huraira. how lil alameen he was The love that he had for his ummah. He fed the people first. He gave them to drink first. He would spend first. In the army, he was the first one to go, march in front. And he touched the hands of Abu Hurairah and he said, Abu Hurairah, drink, drink the milk. Hazrat Abu Hurairah would drink the milk from the hands of Rasulullah and he would stop. And Abu Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would say, more. And more. Hazrat Abu Hurairah would drink and drink and drink until his satisfaction, and then he gave the milk to Rasulullah. Mm. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam drank from it, and then Abu sallallahu alayhi wasallam smiled at him and said, Abu Hurairah, now go back. Subhanallah. Mm. This is a maqam. Mm. So the dua and the baddua and every action of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is everlasting. This is the maqam of Rasulullah. So this Jarjah said that how is it that you are called Saifullah, that you are the sword of Allah wherever you go? So he said these are the words of Rasulullah that have come out from his mouth. And he said that when I embraced Islam, when I had taken Shahada, Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saw me and once said to me, Ya Khalid, you are Saifullah. Through you, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will annihilate the kuffar. Through you. And this is the dua that nabi Karim Kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam has given me. So there is no sword of Jannah. But it is Khalid bin Walid that he was given this title. Or Allah ki kudrat. Look at the kudrat of Allah. A man who had injuries throughout his entire body. Through his entire body. But Allah never gave him shahadat. He never died in the battlefield. Why? So that no one could say after him that if he was the sword of Allah then the disbelievers had broken the sword of Allah by assassinating him. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him security all the time so that the sword of Allah is intact all the time and he died a natural death. This was Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiallahu ta'ala So this Colonel Jarja said to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid uh, Khalid can I acquire that position that you have earned as Khalid bin Walid said that Khalid bin Walid is nothing if you utter the words in front of me la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah allah will give you a greater maqam position than Khalid bin Walid And when Hazrat Khalid bin Walid said that, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid looked at him directly in the eyes. Colonel Jarja, and on one side, Hazrat Khalid bin Walid. It is said that Jarja stood up, and he looked back at his people, the Romans, and the soldiers that were there under him. And he went to Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, and he sat down in front of him, and put his hands in front of Hazrat Khalid bin Walid, And he says, today I wish to become a Muslim on your hands, Ya Khalid bin Walid SubhanAllah, Mm. this is the Qudrat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Not only was he a soldier, not only was he a general, a great commander But he was also a Da'i He was a person who would invite people to Islam, even in the battlefield And SubhanAllah, he took Shahada in the battlefield and people were looking, the Romans were looking at Colonel Jarjah, what is happening? And Hazar Khalid bin Walid said to him now, before you take your sword out, first clean yourself, this is water, do wudu And read two raka'at nafl, and Hazar Khalid very quickly showed him how namaz is read nice. And he carried out the postures in Salat, two rakats, namaz nafl And then Hazar Khalid bin Walid gave him the sword and he says now you fight with the Muslims. now this, the Romans did not have anyone as their Amir, the Amir has become a Muslim and as Khalid bin Walid marched in front of them it is said that in that battlefield, in that fight that Colonel Jarjah who had embraced Islam Allah gave him a great maqam, he became shaheed can you imagine my respected brothers the only chance that he had in Islam to worship Allah was the two raka'at. This is Hazrat Khalid bin Walid radiyallahu ta'ala and my respected brothers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the tawfiq. I wish not to take much of your time insha'Allah ta'ala. If Allah wills, we will continue uh, insha'Allah with this subject in the next session. Wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Dua اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد النبي الأمي وعلى آله وسلم لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين اللهم إنا نسلك العفة والعافية في الدنيا والآخرة نستغفرك ونتوب إليك نستغفرك ونتوب إليك سمعنا وعطانا غفرانك ربنا وإليك المصير برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين